What exactly does it mean to be the healthy dancer? And how can dancers actually get there? Hi, I'm Rachel Fine, a registered dietitian nutritionist. I'm the creator of The Healthy Dancer and the founder of To The Point Nutrition. I help dancers just like you learn how to utilize food in a way that is supportive and not restrictive. Today, we're going to be chatting about a bunch of different things, including what it means to actually be the healthy dancer, because it's a term that I utilize a lot, both in my program and in pretty much all of the work I do as a dietitian, and also how you can get there, what steps you can take, and how myself as a dietitian can support you. But first, let's chat a little bit about this word, healthy, because it's quite nuanced these days. And the reason for that is because, unfortunately, our culture just over the years, over the decades, and even over the centuries has warped this version of health and healthy to really be defined in a very dichotomous way. So you either fall into these very specific categories that define you as being quote-unquote healthy, often based on how you look or the foods you eat or the exercise habits you partake in. And if you don't fall into these categories, then you are seen as just to say quote-unquote unhealthy and the truth is not only is this just not actually correct but it's also quite harmful and it spreads a lot of harmful messaging and we know just based on more recent research that we as humans can achieve health at every size so in other words health doesn't have one single look it also doesn't have one single way of eating, which unfortunately is often disputed by diet culture. Diet culture often telling us very specific rules that need to be followed in order to achieve a quote-unquote healthy diet. But this is not the case, and very often those same rules that diet culture is pushing or suggesting could actually lead us, especially those who are more vulnerable to restrictive behaviors or disordered eating, could lead them actually to very unhealthy habits, especially around food. An example of this would be very strict, restrictive, clean eating. This is a prime example of a healthy diet being taken to the extreme, one that essentially turns otherwise healthful patterns into very unhelpful obsessions. So it's incredibly important that as we work to define what it means to be the healthy dancer, we constantly do what is actually the first value within my program, The Healthy Dancer, dismantle the unhelpful and actually harmful messages that we're getting based from our diet and even wellness culture. So spoiler, the healthy dancer is not the dancer who is choosing the quote unquote perfectly clean diet or the dancer who's partaking in all of that extra cross training or all of those extra classes. In fact, the definition of the healthy dancer spans way beyond just those behaviors centered around diet and lifestyle. In fact, I've spoken about this previously, that health-defining behaviors really do span beyond diet and lifestyle. And we know there are specific determinants that impact anyone's degree of health. 
specifically access. This can be access in regard to time, access in regard to finances, access in regard to physical location. So access to nourishing foods, access to appropriate and quality medical care, and access to appropriate and quality education to make the choices based around what we're eating or how we're moving our body in ways that are supportive. So access plays a huge role in how we define the healthy dancer and remembering that diet and lifestyle, they might be part of the story, but they're never the full story. So the healthy dancer seeks balance. Now, balance can come in many different formats. And as a dietitian, very often when I'm talking about balance, I am referring to the balance on our plates, such as the balance of choosing foods that are rich in carbohydrates and pairing those alongside foods that are rich in protein and rich in fats. But for this type of balance, I'm referring to something else. This is the kind of balance that I'm often chatting about with dancers on this very show. So you've heard many conversations between me and fellow professional dancers on what it means to them to build balance. And essentially what this means is that we are building our balance, not just on our plates, not just our balance inside the studio from a technical standpoint, but also our balance in life. We're partaking in other aspects of life that go beyond the work that we're doing in the studio. Now, just an FYI, I'm not discrediting the work that we do in the studio. Obviously, our work in regard to our technical skills in class, these play a huge role in our capabilities of a dancer. But similar to what I was mentioning before with diet and lifestyle, they shouldn't play the only role in our lives. We wanna make sure we're seeking balance in other aspects of life. This this might mean picking up a couple extra hobbies. It could be knitting, it could be beading, it could be something that's super practical. Maybe it's getting into the kitchen and experimenting with recipes. Whatever it might be, you are working to strengthen other areas in your life that will help to support your dancing down the road. This is also really helpful, by the way, for if down the road you do struggle with, let's just say as an example, an injury where you might need to take some time away Away from the studio. So having other options to help fill your time and cope through experiences that might have you out of dance for a bit can be super helpful. And this really brings me right into the second realm of what it means to be the healthy dancer. And that's wearing multiple hats. So in a very similar manner, yes, dance is a huge part of our lives, but it's not the only part. What other hats do you wear? Are you a pet lover? Do you have any pets at home? Are you a parent? Are you a sibling? Are you a friend? Are there other opportunities that you take advantage of throughout your day? Again, maybe that's opportunities to partake in another sport or another activity. Maybe you're working through school. When I was dancing simultaneously, I was working to get my degree and licensure as a dietitian for dancers. So that was one way that really helped me to truly build in balance into my life so that my time wasn't hyper-focused on my dancing, but rather also focused on some other ways that I can challenge myself and challenge my brain. For me, it was academics. I loved the path that I took to becoming a dietitian, and I was super fortunate to be able to continue that track 
while still dancing. It was definitely challenging in regard to time management. I definitely wasn't able to perform as much as I would have liked while I was working towards my dietetics license, but I was still able to dance in a way where I felt supportive in that area of my life. And having the opportunity to build up another aspect of my life and working towards this degree and this licensure was something that really did help me down the road in the studio. I was able to bring all of these experiences with me into the studio in a way that really supported my my artistry and my movement, as crazy as that might sound, right? We work so hard in regards to our capabilities and in regards to our technique, but think about what your experiences in the outside world can also do and help you to bring into the studio. It only helps and enhances what you can really access from an artistry standpoint within your dancing. Also, the healthy dancer knows how to build a support system. And this is something we're gonna dive into a bit deeper soon. But when I'm referring to a support system, I am referring to many different areas that can help to support a dancer so that they don't feel so alone in their training. Now, a support system can be family members, it can be friends, it can be dance peers that help to empower you, not cause you to feel overwhelming self-doubt or negativity, but rather inspire you and help you to navigate this otherwise very demanding schedule as a dancer. But a team can also look like an interdisciplinary team. And this is where I would come in as a dietitian for dancers. So putting together a team of of health professionals such as your medical doctor, your dietitian, a mental health professional. All of us can come together in an interdisciplinary way to support your care. I've even worked alongside physical therapists and of course our dance educators and teachers, those who are at the front line and truly able to help you cultivate a supportive environment. So not only are you learning how to really optimize your performance, but also to do so in a way that is not necessarily triggering to you or what could be triggering to you as an example, disordered eating habits. So building a strong support system, whether that's family members, friends, or professionals like dietitians and mental health professionals, this is incredibly helpful in how you work to become the healthy dancer. And on that note of this interdisciplinary team, working with a dietitian can build so much value into the work that you're doing in the studio. And that's really what I wanna talk about now is what you can gain from consulting with a dietitian. Now, I've previously spoken about the role that dietitians often play at the institutional level for dancers. So this might involve dietitians coming into schools and studios to provide educational workshops, this could involve dietitians being contracted through studios and companies in regards to risk assessment. But what about at the individual level? You know, how can a dietitian like myself really help to support you with your individual goals as a dancer? What I do, especially in my work one-on-one -on -one with dancers, involves listening to a dancer's story, helping them to make space for their current narrative and how we can identify and restructure and potentially, if needed, rewrite that narrative 
to one that's more supportive, whether that involves their food choices or their body goals as just an example. As a dietitian, I also would assess a dancer's readiness for change. In other words, are they ready to start implementing suggestions and evidence-based approaches in order to achieve the attainable goals that we set forth together. We're going to dive into what I mean more specifically about these goals. But in short, a registered dietitian nutritionist can work with a dancer in a multitude of ways, including performance optimization, such as helping to enhance endurance and support strength gains, assessment of personal nutritional needs. This might involve meal and snack guidance. Dietitians help with screening, especially for injury risk, and further helping to reduce those contributing factors. Dietitians can even help with disease management. So for a dancer who has a pre-existing condition, an example might be PCOS, Crohn's disease, irritable bowel syndrome, or irritable bowel disease, just to name a few. Dietitians can further help dancers who are navigating through food allergies and food intolerances. We can also help in the prevention, identification, and intervention of relative energy deficiency in sport, or red as a topic I've previously covered in depth. And last, but certainly not least, dietitians can even help dancers with body image healing. Now, through my work as a dietitian for dancers, I'm often working towards several specific goals. So let's dive into those goals and what it might look for you if you were to consult with me or with another registered dietitian nutritionist. So very often, a priority for dancers might be to improve their performance potential. And as I mentioned earlier, we're often looking at a dancer's energy levels and how they're supporting their recovery after strenuous movement, such as dancing. We look at flexible meal and snack guidance, along with hydration plans. Dietitians are also, by the way, trained in the area of dietary supplements, including helping dancers to identify if and when these might be helpful or helping dancers to avoid the potential risks associated with many supplements. Additional performance limiting concerns that a dancer might come to for a dietitian include chronic fatigue, hydration concerns, vegan or vegetarian meal planning, as I mentioned earlier, food allergies and intolerances, and any type of physical discomfort that you might be experiencing, especially after eating. So just as an example, reflux or other digestive discomfort. Another major goal and one of the biggest priorities in the work that I do with dancers is to help you in your relationship with food. So now realize even if a dancer does not show signs of disordered eating, or if a dancer has never been diagnosed with an eating disorder, they can still benefit from preventative education as it relates to building a more supportive relationship with food. And this is simply because of the culture at hand. Dance culture being unfortunately quite saturated in what I call dancer diet culture, often filled with unhelpful messages around food and body ideals. So because of this increased risk, and by the way, the research shows us that dancers are three times more likely to eventually end up with an eating disorder. So from my clinical perspective, dancers are more vulnerable than the general population to developing a strained relationship with food. 
bottom line, when I work with dancers, we are reducing the noise and the confusion around food. We're intervening upon potential factors that might be causing you to quote unquote overeat or binge eat. We're challenging those very same restrictive food rules that are probably limiting you more than you think. We're helping you to regain the ability to enjoy food without worrying about losing control. We're also helping you to relearn how to build memories and emotional connections with your food, ones that bring you joy and not stress. We're also working, and this is a big one, we're working to dismantle and let go of the dieting mentality. We want to swap restriction with permission. Permission to enjoy food in a way that better sets us up to honor intuitive cues of fullness and satisfaction. As a dietitian, I'm also supporting dancers and helping them to reduce their risk to both acute injuries and chronic injuries. This often involves a lot of screening, screening to identify potential risk factors that might be contributing to a higher injury risk. So as an example, identifying the potential for calorie deficits, nutrient inadequacies, dehydration. As I mentioned earlier, relative energy deficiency in sport. This can involve secondary amenorrhea or primary amenorrhea. And then a dietitian's role in injury prevention doesn't end here. Dietitians play a vital role also in injury recovery. Not only are we working in tandem with dancers to help reduce these risk factors by implementing techniques that support nutrient and calorie adequacy, but we're also often working hand in hand with other members of a medical team. So as I mentioned earlier, this might mean having a dietitian like myself in contact with your physician, with your mental health practitioner, whoever it might be, we are often working together in an interdisciplinary way to support your recovery from injury. And then of course, maintain that lowered risk to re-injury. How about in regard to body goals? I can't deny that many dancers will contact me with the desire to want to change their bodies, whether that is changing their body weight or changing their body size or body composition. Dietitians definitely play a role in this as well. But here's the thing, dancers need to understand that when we utilize food as a way to push weight loss, we more often than not fall vulnerable to those very restrictive and unsupportive habits that can in fact increase our risk to injury. But I still would never want a dancer who does desire weight loss to feel hesitant to contact me, even if I often say my program, The Healthy Dancer, is not designed to be a weight loss program. And this is because in our work together, we want to dig deeper and explore those desires for weight loss. Now, a dancer's desire for weight loss could be for many reasons. It could be to reduce the emotional pain that is very much associated with stigma and body oppression, that of what might be experienced in your studios or at an audition. In our work together, we're going to uncover these roots and we're also going to challenge their complexities. We're going to make sure that the environment that you are dancing in is one that is supportive of who you are and a way where your body can truly perform at its best. This often, by the way, involves attaining what we consider to be our set point weight or a comfortable weight for our bodies. But Using food as a tool to manipulate our bodies to achieve this weight, whether it's our separate weight or any other weight, it's not the goal. Instead, we look at your behaviors around food 
oftentimes dancers who are struggling in their relationship with food will be partaking in behaviors that make it difficult for their bodies to both achieve and sustain a supportive set point weight. And that's what we'll work together to do to ensure that your behaviors around food and around mealtimes are supporting your body and a weight that it feels most comfortable at, a weight that doesn't put you at risk for injury and doesn't need to be maintained through restricted eating behaviors or exhaustive exercise routines. Another super important role as a dietitian in our work together is to support any type of disease management. So this is for dancers who might be coming to me with a pre-existing condition, whether that is hormonal imbalances. Now this could be as a result from something like PCOS or thyroid dysfunction. This could also be from something like relative energy deficiency in sport or eating disorders. But additional medical conditions where I've worked with dancers to help them navigate through include digestive disorders, hypermobility disorders, and even in the maintenance of blood sugar control. So as you can see, there is a plethora of ways in which a dietitian can support a dancer, both in their performance, but also in their everyday life. So how can you get started today working with a dietitian? So what I would recommend is starting with the healthy dancer. I have a free seven day trial that you can dive right into, and I'm going to link it in the show notes. This focuses on nutrient utilization, something that is super helpful for dancers at the moment in regards to specific nutrients that can help to support your performance starting today. Another free resource that I suggest for dancers is my resource site. That's dancenutrition.com. It's pretty straightforward. I update articles on here weekly. You can access tons of free content, downloadable guides, all to help support you in not just fueling your body, but also building a more supportive relationship with both food and body. And then if you wanted to take things a step up, I've got the Healthy Dancer Survival Guide. This is a more economical option, and it's a series of eBooks that can support you through various times within your training. So I've got an eBook for summer intensives, winter performances, and then I also have supplemental eBooks to help support you during auditions and for those of you who are interested in what it means to build a plant-based lifestyle. Now, if you're ready to take things a step further, this is where I recommend The Healthy Dancer. This is my online membership platform. As I mentioned earlier, you can start today for free. I've got a free seven-day trial. And then after that, if you want to dive right in, I have a couple of different price points that you can consider. You can consider a monthly basis or even an annual basis. And everyone through The Healthy Dancer program has access to group coaching with me. These are sessions that I hold complimentary for all dancers in the program and we meet to discuss any questions and concerns that you might have throughout the content. Now just to back up, what exactly is the content? Well, you're working through the Healthy Dancer Framework. This is a six-step framework that I've designed specifically for dancers. It starts with dismantling dancer diet culture or untangling all of those unhelpful messages that we have unfortunately picked up throughout our years as dancers. From there, we work to make peace with food. This involves a ton of actionable techniques to help you in breaking free from those restrictive food rules and building more supportive experiences around mealtimes. Then from there, we move into the road to body confidence. Now, this is super important because we redefine ideals and move away from those unattainable and often harmful ideals set forth by dance culture. 
Then we move into two super important topics, nutrition without obsession and implementing performance nutrition. The two of these dive into the nitty gritty of nutrition education. Now there's a reason why it takes some time to get into these topics. And it's so that I can ensure that you are first building a super strong framework of dismantling dancer diet culture, making peace with food and building body confidence. From there and only then do I recommend that you now dive into nutrition education. When those are flipped around, often what we see is dancers falling into very obsessive patterns when it comes to nutrition education. So within these two values, nutrition without obsession, it's exactly that. We are diving into nutrition education, but in a way that is gentler, that is not going to drive you to obsessive habits around nutrition. And then we're taking it a step further into the world of sports nutrition and how dancers can utilize those principles to support their optimal performance goals. And last, but certainly not least, the sixth important core value, and this is building sustainable habits. And we cover a ton of different topics about how you can maintain all of the work you've done within the healthy dancer for a lifetime. This baseline framework takes about six months for us to get through. And as an extra add-on, dancers can work with me one-on-one. -on -one. So just as a reminder, you have those opportunities for group coaching, which are offered to everyone, or you can work with me in a one-on-one, -on -one, more intimate setting where we will identify very specific nutritional goals that will support you. Now, just as an FYI, I do require one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions for any dancers who have been diagnosed with an eating disorder or who are navigating through severe disorder eating. And if you're struggling to understand whether or not you fall into one of these parameters, go ahead and send me an email and we'll chat to determine which road is best. But the healthy dancer doesn't end here, and that's because I have an entire supplemental series that takes all of these topics within the healthy dancer and dives even deeper into them. So nourish the healthy dancer. This is that supplemental series that involves a variety of different courses through the membership that you move through. And this involves mastering performance nutrition, but in that gentler, less obsessive way. This also involves reclaiming what it means to be an emotional eater and helping to navigate through the potential for food guilt and learning how to truly cultivate and harness confidence both at mealtimes and with your body. And then finally within The Healthy Dancer are some really fun group opportunities. So The Healthy Dancer Summer Intensive and The Healthy Dancer Winter Intensive. These are held annually and offer opportunities for dancers to support their training during more intense times such as summer intensive season and then of course those short winter intensives that many of you partake in. I've even got a bunch of resources for parents and educators. The Healthy Dancer Mastermind series is a great way for you as a role model for dancers to learn how to encourage and support sustainable habits to help raise healthy dancers. I know that's a mouthful. I know it sounds like a lot, but I can assure you this is my best way as a dietitian to know that you are truly becoming what it means to be the healthy dancer, that you are supporting your performance goals in a way that leaves you feeling awesome. You feel strong, you feel supported, you feel confident. That's huge, that's a huge way to navigate through your dance career. I have all of this information included in the show notes especially how you can start today at no cost with that free trial. I highly encourage that you consider diving in. And of course, as always, I'm here to support you throughout all of it. Until next time, see ya.